Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Campbell here with episode 311 of the Tutor Podcast. That's the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of tutoring, teaching and coaching and who wants to start, grow and love their tutoring business, just the way I love mine. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, nicked, purloined, assimilated or flat out stolen during the 24, nearly 25 years now I've been in business. Extracted wisdom from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested and continue to invest in my own training and education from the hundreds of books I've consumed and to give it to you in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. Because I figure that if I can give you some of what I found useful in my own restless search for ideas, techniques and processes that make my life run more smoothly, reduce the effort, add some fun and make business more profitable and make my teaching more effective, then maybe it'll be useful to you and allow you to move through the world, leaving everyone that you meet insanely happy that they met you. So if you're good with that, let's crack on with today's show. Because today I want to talk about the people on the bus. Now, whilst the wheels on the bus may well go round and round, it's absolutely vital to make sure the people on the bus, usually you and me, don't go round and round the bend. So the majority of tutors in the UK are sole traders. They're one-man band businesses selling their time at an hourly or monthly rate. We get booked solid and our ego does a happy tap dance as we look at the bookings and go, wow, we're clearly making a difference to our students and our clients. And that's absolutely wonderful until it isn't. So what's the problem? Scale and scalability. The problem with this business model is that we're human. Well, some more than humour. So, disclaimer number one for the day, I'm 51% vampire. I sleep four and a half hours a night. I don't own a TV and maintain a select network of friends and social contacts. That's not everybody's way. Some people are more normal than that. And I hope you can hear the air quotes. Being human means that there's a limit on how much time you can actually spend teaching and helping people. And the consequence of that limited supply of time is limited earning ability. You might work 50, 60, 70 hours a week, but you still need to sleep and do the things that make life worth living. Disclaimer number two, teaching guitar is my thing. Doing it makes me smiley and gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling. You might say it makes my soul sore. On wings of joy, but wings of joy, when you say it out loud, sounds like an ad for a sanitary project. But there you go. So grab your hourly raise, or pro rata your monthly rate, and multiply it by the maximum number of hours you can work each week. And that's your maximum weekly earning potential. Times that by about 48 to get your maximum annual income. That's allowing you four weeks of holiday and or illness during which time you're not earning. That's your annual maximum. 
unless you can create some additional time in which you can earn more money, you're up against a dead stop. Now, I contend that if you're a book-solid teacher, you're probably doing pretty well compared to a big chunk of the population. And that's wonderful, until it isn't. The problem is that at some point you'll have to stop teaching. Disclaimer three. This clearly doesn't apply to me because not only am I supremely gorgeous, sexy and charismatic, I'm also immortal and I'm never going to stop teaching. As for you mere mortals, what's your end game? Well, when I got into this business, probably like you, my end game was anybody's guess. It was clueless. I suppose I thought I'd blunder forward and see where I ended up. Truth was that I soon got lost in the day-to-day work of teaching, my day job, my weekend job at the music shop, studying for my degree, and the building project at home. Oh, and the, the small matter of being a new dad. You see, I'd arrive at the end of each week completely depleted, tired and ever so slightly numb. I wasn't looking after me, and that's not a good thing. See, I was the only asset the business had. I was definitely sweating the asset wringing every drop of value out of myself, working every day as hard as I could, just trying to catch lucky breaks. And you can do that for a while, but it's not sustainable in the long term. And even in the short term, it will have consequences. There'll be problems created by your maniacal, obsessive workload, your gritty, grindy, Hustle, 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 work ethic. And you, like me, will probably be unaware of them at the time. Everybody around you will know what the problems are because they'll be the ones feeling the pain that's a consequence of your drive and your commitment. They're among the people we should have on the bus with us. But all too often, we unknowingly throw them under the bus. In our fervour, Blinded by our drive, we miss things, and our bus often roars past the obvious signs of trouble. So, to everyone who's been hurt or damaged by my own drive, my thoughtlessness and my not being there for you, I apologise. All I can say in my defence is that I was doing the best I knew how to do at the time. Looking back, it would have been smarter to get some more people on the bus with me. An assistant, a ghostwriter... A co-host, a partner, designer, copywriter, cleaner, builder, etc., etc., etc. Back then, I thought the hiring people in to do work on my behalf was a cost to the business. These days, I think the opposite. Hiring people in to do work for me is a saving to the business. How is this possible? Well, I save... Because if I can pay someone less than my own hourly rate to do a job, I really should hire them. The difference in value of their time and my time makes this an easy choice when I stop to think about it. Intellectually, it's a no-brainer. Emotionally, it's hard. For instance, if I pay my cleaner £17.50 an hour and she brings her own cleaning materials, that's much cheaper than my tuition rate. She does a better cleaning job than I do. Well, you know, my own half-arsed wafting around with the feather duster. And 
you know, I never have to sidle up to the till at Aldi with a bottle of catastrophically cool-blowing Mr. Sheen concealed beneath the broccoli. She cleans the house while I'm out looking for opportunities, creating new, better teaching materials and learning aids, attending training courses, building deals and helping people out of problems. That's the best use of my time. What I've realised is that my job now is to make myself redundant from the day-to-day administration and conduct of my businesses so that I can do high-value stuff and let go of the lower-value work. Let's say I I schedule a meeting in the time released by having a cleaner. And at that meeting, I meet someone with a property problem. Construct a deal which solves their problem and maybe I'll make, say, £10,000 out of that deal by helping someone out. Now, the cleaner's going rate of £17.50 starts to look incredibly cheap, doesn't it? And I missed this point for years, spending precious hours of my high-value time doing work to save a few quid. Say I was out doing a job badly at one of the properties. You know, at a time cost of my hourly teaching rate, say 35 quid an hour, now a plumber might charge me £70 for the job. But it would have been done right. And I would have been free to do a couple of hours work of higher value. Oh, and that plumber, he's on the bus too. So is my painter and decorator, my carpet guy, the window man, the roofer. There's plenty of room on the bus. Get the right people on the bus and then drive the bus. Or better still, get someone else to drive the bus for you whilst you're figuring out where the bus should be going. If this resonates with you, if you've been caught up in the business, working on the day-to-day stuff instead of working on the future of the business, the vision of your business, let me know. Drop me an an email. It is info at neilcamado.com or find me on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week, where I am, at Tudor Podcast. I'm here to listen, guys, as well as talk. And I don't have all the answers, evidently. So maybe you've got some wisdom that could help me. Let me know. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast. And as always, I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas, more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I love mine. Till next time, I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. Stay healthy. Stay useful. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media. And the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.